Welcome to The Nord Show, a podcast where we sit with creators and get their thoughts on all things movies and games. I am your host, Joe Aragon. You may know me on TikTok as Cinema Joe, and I am joined today by Dean Dobbs. We'll be chatting about their experience creating content, variety gaming, Star Wars, and answering some of the community questions at the very end. Dean, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Like 96%, something like that, you know? Because <laughs> 96 is a really good percentage. Yeah, the 4% is like, you know, the maybe. Maybe something will, mm. will go wrong today, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, That's I'm good. great. That's good. How are you? I like 96%. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm really excited. I've done a lot of these episodes. Everybody's been fantastic. We've talked to a lot of great movies, but I have not had a chance to talk about Star Wars yet. And Ooh. I'm a big Star Wars guy. If you, people are watching in the video, I'm wearing the Attack of the Clones t-shirt. So I am uh, it very, is a very to talk Star Wars. It is a very classy t-shirt. It's got Japanese text <laughs> yeah. and everything. It's, it does, it's it very does. classy. I like it. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, before we dive in the rest of the episode, uh, make sure to follow uh, The Nord Show on Spotify, on Apple. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, there is a link in the description of this episode to get a great deal on NordVPN. So make sure you use it. All right, let's get to it. Before we jump into Star Wars, Dean, let's let's get to know you more. You're a longtime content creator and streamer. So some simple questions to start us off. Uh, when did this all start? And I guess better question, why did this all start? Why? Yeah, wow. Uh, so I believe <laughs> it started in 2005. Uh, so, yeah, so I, or maybe a little earlier, earlier. So basically I wanted to start making films and it was because of a movie that um, I brought up with you in emails it was because I watched Signs. And Ooh. yeah, and uh, that movie, it was kind of the first sort of scary movie I was sort of brave enough to watch. And so it really <laughs> like, it really impacted me. And uh, I, I became obsessed with it. And then uh, that was basically how I started getting obsessed with movies. And I remember there was a trailer for The Village uh, that mm. showed on TV. And I went, this looks like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. And then it said, M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. And I felt there so was. validated. I was like, oh, my, my taste and my sense of, you know, I guess film is starting to form. And then I started making, uh, back when uh, Google Video was a thing, you know, before they bought YouTube and all that sort of business. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I sound like 400 years old at this point. <laughs> but um, <laughs> It's okay, I completely understand. My computer was like a stone tablet. It was like a whole thing. Um, I know, but, I play a lot of solitaire on the computer as well. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so yeah, we started making these like movies with my friends and, I was very much the only one out of my friendship group that wanted to do it. I kind of very much forced my friends to make these movies. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then eventually I met uh, this this person at school called Jack Howard, who's a, my uh, sort of comedy partner, spoilers for, my, <laughs> for where this is going. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, he approached me and said, I, I want to help you do this. And I didn't really know him. He was like kind of one of the cooler kids at school. So mm. I was kind of like, this is weird. And because obviously back then as a kid, you kind of, you think in sort of uh, very simple terms, cooler person, yeah. they're not nice, that sort of thing. And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, you can hold the camera, I guess, like that sort of thing. But it, it became very, very obvious to me that he had a real like passion for it. And mm-hmm. immediately I was like, I love this. And so we started making our own. We, we decided to bite off way more than we can chew and try and make a film, like a real film. And uh, it, it didn't happen. You know, we, we, got, we probably filmed about an hour of, quite possibly 
terrible stuff, but <laughs> it was so it's so bad. Don't we all? Don't we all? It's sitting on a hard drive somewhere, and I'm like, I don't think I'm brave enough to look back yet. Not that oh, far. That'd <laughs> so, be such gold to pull up again, though. Yeah, I'm just terrified. You know, it's my ego. It's 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 fragile enough as it is. <laughs> so, very fair. Very fair. But uh, yeah. And then we started to make some, we, we, because we went too big, we went, okay, let's get smaller. And I had watched a TV show called The Mighty Boosh, which is a sort of a, uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but it's like a comedy duo, very surreal uh, setting. It's, a, it's originally about two zookeepers and they go, on, mm. they go on these weird journeys. They go to the tundra. There's like, it's very strange. And uh, yeah, and like that, their dynamic, I, I really fell in love with. And I immediately realized that me and Jack had very sort of similar personalities as the funny guy and there's the straight guy. So then we started to go, let's write comedy sketches. And that's what we did. And then we, we filmed them. And then we made this comedy sketch called uh, Pronunciation Frustration, which is a terrible name for a YouTube video. Like <laughs> nobody wants to type in pronunciation. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's a mouthful. Yeah, exactly. And but it, the whole sketch was essentially, I can't say the word Facebook correctly. I say facky book mm. instead. And yeah, it's a whole thing. And it became like quite popular and it, it was weird. It was, you know, you know, we hit a hundred likes or whatever it was. And we were like, whoa, what, what in the world? And then it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And next, next thing we knew it, uh, people were like stopping us in the streets and stuff to say wow. like, it was crazy. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and it was just great because you know you've you've met not only like one of the best people I've ever worked with, but uh, also like one of your best friends ever. And we've yeah. been like, you know, we've been doing it for once again four hundred years old, but we've been doing this for like <laughs> fifteen, almost sixteen years at this point. Yeah, that's crazy. We've we've been through a lot together. It's um, yeah. probably too much for poor fifteen-year-olds to go through. Like it was, you know. Mm. Um, Ter- terrible time to get quote unquote famous is 15 it's not it's not a great yeah. time <laughs> so well you've handled it well and, and this is a good a really good transition to the community that, that you've built uh you know i recently started to follow you on twitter and i already <laughs> in love with the community that you have on twitter i'm so sorry about you've my really tweets done a good job <laughs> sorry <laughs> no don't need to be sorry <laughs> i love them uh, but you've done a really great job building this community with your partner and crime and comedy crime <laughs> What is your, your favorite thing about the community that you have built? I think my favorite thing about them is that they're just as weird as we are, to be honest. And yeah. it's, it, I think it's that whole, like, you kind of get what you give out, if you know what I mean. And, you know, we, 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 when we made those videos, we never, we never thought to ourselves, what makes everyone else laugh? We were like, Let, whatever makes us laugh is what we do. So like we're not, we're not going to yeah. try and, like, you know, appeal to people. But then, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and it was weird. Like there used to be something that would happen on, it was, you know, one of these first sort of creative moments where you go, because you've been saying these lines over and over again, you go, is this funny anymore? Like, is this mm. actually funny? And it's yes. like, no, you're just so familiar with it. You're, you're the most familiar person with it. And the people who see it for the first time, it's completely brand new. It's fresh, you know? And so, uh, yeah, they, we just managed to attract people who thought we were, our sense of humor was funny and we knew that we were onto something because our mum and dad our mums and dad we don't have the same parents <laughs> um, 
I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I wish we were brothers. I do. We were brothers, like you know, in spirit. Brothers in spirit, exactly. Okay. But um, yeah, they um, they don't find us funny at all. My parents don't. (laughs) Still to this day, they don't laugh at what I say. And that's funny. Yeah, but you know, uh, we just realized. I guess we sort of tapped into what our generation's humor was going to be. I guess. Um, But yeah, uh, the community that we have, uh, they're just weird, and I really like them. And they just—that's a really good point. Yeah, (laughs) I think for a lot of content creators like yourself, even someone like me who's who's really getting into it as well, it's easy to fall victim to to want to make content to appeal to everybody and you kind of maybe alter your own personality or what you find funny because you want to please everybody but like you said if you really stick to what makes you laugh you'll get an audience who finds that uh, the same thing's funny and really align with you so that's a, a really good point one thing i'll always remember in regards to how we approached creating stuff on the internet in this very sense of like not really doing it for the numbers and not doing it to like to appeal to people and not let it affect you we we uh we never really paid a lot of attention mm. to sort of analytics analytics and stuff like that, and uh, I remember I was doing a talk uh, to a, a a younger generation of content creators, and it was um, one of the questions they said, "How do you approach analytics and stuff?" And obviously, so much of that these days is is kind oh, yeah, of dictated by it, which makes sense, you know. Yeah, and I just said I have never clicked the analytics page on YouTube. And I'm not kidding. The response was an audible wow. gasp. Interesting. <laughs> like, like it was really, yeah, it was the, the gasp, but I, I couldn't stop laughing. I would, I just went, I was like, That's that was so funny. Because I think, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, especially now creating content, it's so natural to click the analytics to find out the trending, you know, are your likes, your subscriptions, your followers, all that stuff. It's a lot of self-control. I commend you for that. I commend you for that. Uh, I, I'm curious, have you, try to or are, are plan to go into other social media like have you tried to get into like tiktok creation i mean because there's like there's I feel like there's a different sphere of type of creating shorts for like things like tiktok or even like youtube shorts i guess it's getting kind of popular now yeah i um i, I won't lie tiktok I, I just started using it but i i, I had this strange moment of what, what's the word because I, I don't think obsolete <laughs> Because that's not the word, because it sounds too mean, because, you know, um, but something about it, I just, I remember opening it up for the first time and it felt, I was having like a digital panic attack. Like, I went, whoa, this is so much information to take in at once. Like, it's a lot. I'm scro- like, scrolling it for the first time, it was like, I can't get away from visuals. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, um, it was so much to take in for the first time. And then once I got my bearings, I went, mm-hmm. oh, it's just, it's just. You know, it's like stories or something. Exactly. Just, yeah. It never ends. <laughs> like, it there's does, no it peace. never ends. You could be on there for hours swiping. It'll never end. It'll never end. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. You know, I'm staying up till 2 a.m. watching, <laughs> I don't know, like someone, I don't know, sand a table down, you know, that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it's like so, sides for sure. Yeah. And I was like going, I was like, this is probably the mo- one of the most genius things I've ever seen. It's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah it's and uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I want to do it. I just need to figure out what my what my place is in it mm. if that makes sense yeah because there's so much it's, it's there's so much variety it's kind of insane yeah they uh and I, but i love it because it's just you go i can't i didn't i didn't know there was this many types of people on the planet <laughs> like, yeah you know, it is it's there's so crazy. many of us yeah there's yeah. so many of us and we love so much stuff yeah <laughs> like, you know on tiktok they are they always have I guess, I don't know what you call it, different sections to it. They have movie talk where it's like 
all these people who love movies and they have like comic book talk where all these people love comic books. They even have like Harry Potter talk and like all these specific <laughs> niches that you could find yourself, you know, stumbling into. So you can really tap into a specific audience. It's it can be very overwhelming. So I do not blame you. It can, it's a lot to take in. I'm still learning it and I've been on it for about a year or so. so. I mean, you you. Only a year, really? Oh, wow. uh, I would say I made mine closer to December 2020, 2020 I think, 2020. So right, right. a year and a half now. And I made it kind of haphazardly. I just, I made it to go on it, hang out. And then I uh, didn't really get into it seriously until probably beginning of 2021. But it's a, it's a big world out there. It's a big world. A lot of people, like you said, a lot of people on this planet. <laughs> yeah, there's so many it. of them. <laughs> uh, this is a, a fun transition. Earlier, you brought up how Signs was that first movie, and then maybe inspired you to start making content. This is ultimately a podcast about movies. Uh, you've chosen Star Wars today, and I, like I said, I'm ecstatic that you chose Star Wars. But when we were discussing Star Wars, you chose The Last Jedi as a movie as our kind of our focus, our anchor. Uh, as we probably both know, uh, the last Last Jedi is probably the most probably the most polarizing movie out of all of the movies. You know, a lot of people either love it or a lot of people hate it. Um, I want to know your history with Last Jedi. When did you first see it? And your initial reactions to it? And how do you feel about all of this opinion on it? Yeah. So yeah. So it's very strange. So the first time I saw The Last Jedi. I was obviously very, very excited. I really enjoyed The Force Awakens. I was very caught up in that wave of nostalgia, you know, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. I, I remember like everyone was so excited for that film. It's just, there was a feeling around it that I hadn't felt in quite a long time. And I guess it's, you know, when someone says like, you don't know how Christmas will feels any feels like anymore when you're an adult. I was yeah. like, that's how it felt. I felt like that was very like, this fair. is the closest thing. And I remember being so in love with it and so excited to see Luke Skywalker again because the ending of Force Awakens is so good. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, Mark Hamill's never looked cooler, you know, that sort of thing. It's like, yeah, it's I was like, yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was so excited to see my boy Luke again. And I was like, no matter what they do, I'm just happy to see him, you know, that sort of thing. And so I was, you know, I'm, that movie, it was the longest two years of my life waiting for that film. And I remember the first teaser trailer came out and it ended with Luke saying it's time for the Jedi to end. And I was like, ooh, okay, where are we going? Where are we going with this? I was like, all right, he's grumpy and jaded. Let's go. <laughs> and, um, and so I was lucky enough to be invited to the, uh, to the London premiere of The Last oh, Jedi. Awesome. Yeah. At the, uh, at the Royal Albert Hall. And it was, you know, it was all made up to look like a sort of first order, you know, uh, ship and all this. And, I, I very briefly saw Oscar Isaac and he's not as tall as I thought, which made me feel really great. Oh, that's like, good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nice, get in. I was like, short Kings, let's go. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and, um, yeah. I, and I get, to, I get, I got to take my brother to the, to the premiere and he's a huge Star Wars fan. Like we grew up with those and, and, uh, it was like weirdly emotional, you know? And it was great. You know, Stormtroopers come out on stage. Uh, we see the cast and unfortunately Carrie Fisher wasn't there. But um, uh, I, it, yeah, with the movie, it was strange. I, I was kind of like, no matter how it turns out, I'm just, in, I'm just in a very lucky position. Like I feel like the luckiest like Star Wars fan on the planet at the moment. Yeah. And I just kind of went, look, no matter how, if it is terrible, which is, you know, it, it's Star Wars. Like I would argue more than half of them are kind of bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. That's fair. And, um, but I love them anyway. Mm -hmm. I, I so I was like, no, no matter what happens. And for the yeah, 
it was for the most part I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was I've, I've gone on a huge nostalgic sort no, of. No, that was a great there. story. I love hearing people's <laughs> experience with movies for the first time because everybody has a different experience. Your experience is vastly different than probably ninety nine percent of the people who saw it first time, including myself. When I saw it, it was in a crowded theater in suburbia los angeles and um i remember i was i was a big star wars fan but i left feeling a little disappointed with it and then Mm -hmm. it's a movie that has grown on me every single time i've watched it and i've seen it probably three or four times now and now i'm i'm a pretty big fan of it i mean i would i would i would go as far as rank it in my five favorite star wars projects ever it's it's in my five but really I would say so now. And I think I ranked it at number five, but I still really love it. Um, What do you think? Why do you think people acted so hostile towards it when it first came out? Or why is why is it still hated? I guess. I mean, that's such a strong word, but sometimes I think Star Wars fans can be a little a little harsh on their movies. Why Last Jedi? What about it? Do you think has caused so much uproar? I that's that that is that's a crazy question because I I've spent. Since 2017, thinking about that because, um, <laughs> like, honestly, I remember walking out and going, "I thought that movie was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that." And you know, I went, "Oh, I can't wait to see what the internet has to say about it." Because I thought that was pretty good. And you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my sense of taste. And then, <laughs> oh boy, like, that was a long two years all the way up to Rise of Skywalker. That was a, that was a long two years, and yeah. I. <laughs> Still, I'm, I can't help but laugh when I think about it now. I'm like, wow, what a, what a hell of a conversation the internet was having over this film. But I, I think the more I think about it, is that there's there's essentially three different generations of people mm. that have maybe maybe for each trilogy, I guess. Yeah, I think that so. have grown up with this. Yeah, and like the storytelling's vastly different. Mm-hmm. The time they grew up was vastly different. This this the type of storytelling and and acting and everything. It's like it's all very very different. So you're kind of doomed a little bit. How do you make something that appeals to all of them? Because, yeah, and it's not just, I know people say ultimately these movies are for kids, but you know, I know, I know for a fact that it isn't just kids who like this stuff. They, they, you know, uh, and I can't, it must be really, really daunting to try and make, make something not only in terms of storytelling, but you know, visually and, and, you know, and all that sort of stuff that fits with everybody's sense of what Star Wars is. It's like everyone has a different sense. And I felt like there are some obvious things with Last Jedi that I think there's some silly, goofy jokes that sort of kill the tension every once in a while. And mm. I, I didn't understand the whole, like, the silly sort of, like, prank call they were doing at the beginning of the film. Yeah, a little weird. A little weird. Yeah, a bit strange. I was uh, General Hugs, I think he calls him or something. And I was like going, okay, all right, what's... You know, this won't be the whole film, so this this will stop eventually. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, I I think it's kind of that. It's that everyone has a different sense, and and also I guess it doesn't help that it's been what what was the gap between the original trilogy and this oh, one? You know what? I don't even know. I feel like the original trilogy. Oh, the original trilogy, or like uh, the sequel trilogy? Oh, no, uh, between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy, or the prequel trilogy. Oh no! So, oh no! Sorry, I mean uh, between A New Hope going all the way to the Last Jedi, like oh, in man. terms of like release, must be what twenty thirty. Uh, years? New Hope is seventy 
78 or 79, 1978, 1979. So, and Last Jedi is 2017. So it's a <laughs> pretty big difference in years. Yeah. So that, that, that's the other thing I think uh, doesn't really help is you go, well, how do you tell a story with these actors who've, who've aged, you know, cons- you know, considerably since their last appearance in that universe? It's like, yeah. I, w- I would find that a very daunting task to go. Do we just tell a story in the now or do we spend all our time doing things in the past? Mm. You know, because they could have done a whole flashback thing with like going, this was what Kylo Ren was like when he was a little boy. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. and you could easily get bogged down in that stuff. So it's it must have been quite a task to go. Do we tell a story in the now or because Star Wars has never really done that before. It's never really gone. This thing happening right now. Here's the past. Because that's what the prequel trilogy was for. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly. Like, so, uh, yeah. And yeah, does that make sense? Like, I, sorry, no, it's such no, a, it makes complete sense. I mean, it's a hard, it's a loaded question because everybody can look at the Last Jedi and pick different things that they didn't like about it. I think a popular maybe point of contention is that some people don't like Luke's ending, which I've always been a fine with and not uh, unhappy with. Uh, some people don't like the kind of like tone of it like he says starts off with that weird prank call and kind of has that weird ryan johnson vibe to it i also like that um some people aren't a big fan of finn's development as a character kind of moves from the center of this of the stage in force awakens and kind of gets relegated to more of a side character in 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 last jedi so there's a bunch of reasons why people may not like it but sometimes it's a little crazy to me to hear the toxicity that comes out of people from regarding the movie but toxicity is definitely a word for it yes <laughs> it was, yeah i, I it would was say a swamp so. <laughs> like, it, was, it was awful <laughs> just felt like like really trying to move through slime like the whole time it just is. going i'm trying to enjoy the film for what it is and they're like no you can't do this oh it's and, awful and i'd sit there and like you know the, you know there was a you know the, uh, what was it uh, what was her name uh, kelly marie tran who played mm. uh, rose taiko Got, you know, a little bit of a, well, not a little bit, quite a lot of um, uh, hate for the film. Not not her fault. She's playing a character and she did correct, a great job. Correct, correct. Yeah, she did a great job. And a little part of me, when I see Star Wars fans act like this, I go, do you think Luke Skywalker w- would behave like that? Do you think Luke Skywalker would open up his phone and start, like, sending horrible things to people he doesn't know? I know. No. And I'm, yeah, I don't, you know, and these movies are literally, you know, it's the archetypes of good and evil and, and you know, that sort of stuff. It's like... It's you know Star Wars is a moral tale you know at its core I guess so it does surprise me when Star Wars fans act like Siths you know yeah <laughs> like, it, it's always ironic to, to to people who are the biggest Star Wars fans to act like the the actual evil the movie's portraying yeah <laughs> what is uh yeah. what is your favorite Star Wars film out of out of all of them oh man it cha- you know what it changes every day oh but it it because it's hard because. On an emotional level, The Last Jedi is probably one of my favorites because I, I do mm. really like old Luke. But you know, if I'm you know if I'm gonna be, it's a generic answer. But Empire is it's it's it kicks ass. It's good. It does kick ass. It does. Kick ass. <laughs> oh, good. I can say ass. I didn't know. I got too oh, excited. Yeah, you're fine <laughs> saying that. <laughs> it does. I agree. I've I've Empire ranked number two on my list, but I I love Empire. So it's a generic answer, but it's sometimes the right answer. It's, it Which does. one's yours? Which one? I uh, I have recently become not recently I've always been a big fan but really it's I guess gained new heights for me but I'm a very big fan of Rogue One I love uh, Rogue One a lot so I, I guess 
I'm a sucker for heist movies, and it's kind of like a space heist movie. Love all the characters. That final Vader scene, still one of my favorite Star Wars <laughs> moments as a person. Watching that in theaters was like oh, mind-blowing. Uh, yeah. It's got so one of my I, favorite I really... villains as well, uh, director Krennic. I yeah. really like, I re- is it uh, Ben Mendelsohn, I believe? Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn, uh, it is. I it really, is. really like director Krennic, and yeah. I'm, I'm every time I'm like, Come on, come back. I want to see him. I want to see him. We never know with the Star Wars universe who comes back or who will appear. Uh, But yeah, I really like Rogue One. So I don't know how you feel about Rogue One or where you would even have it in your. Kind of of the same, actually. I kind of walked out going, like, eh, whatever. And like certain bits. And obviously, I was like, you know, the Vader scene is great. And, uh, but yeah, it, it grew on me over time. I've, I've, it's, yeah, it's probably, yeah, probably one of my faves now, I think. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, I guess this is a good segue. I mean, Kenobi is currently premiering as we've been recording and as of the date of this recording. By the time this episode releases, I think Kenobi might be out done with. Are you watching Kenobi and are you enjoying it? Am I watching Kenobi? I haven't watched, <laughs> I haven't watched anything else. Honestly, I've like, I've been watching those episodes. So just to be clear, at the moment, I'm fully, I'm fully with it at the moment. Okay. I'm, I am sort of, my expectations were like at my feet with Kenobi. I like Book of Boba Fett came out and I didn't really click with that too much. I, fair, I, fair. I, I, I did not enjoy it, unfortunately. But uh, 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 don't worry, I won't get, I won't get toxic about it. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, my eyes are turning yellow. Yeah, my eyes are turning <laughs> yellow when I think about it. But so my, my, I was really worried. I went, oh no, they're going to, they're going to mess up the Kenobi show, which the chaotic sensed side of me if it ends up being bad at least it will be funny to watch people on the internet get upset like you know you know and you'll be like no guys silly or if everyone loves it then everyone's you know it's all (laughs) sunshine and rainbows like great (laughs) you know it's what what a great time to be a star wars fan so i was prepared for either outcome but so far it's i think i think it's i think it's great so far i'm really enjoying it i am as well i am as well I'm so in. I'm so in. Are, are you fully caught up? With, uh, yeah, uh, I just finished episode three before our recording late last night. And oh boy. Um, <laughs> really, really enjoyed it. I am fully invested into Kenobi now. I think in the first episode, I was like, I was interested. And now by the third one, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm ready for this. I could watch 20 more episodes of Kenobi. Sadly, I think there's only going to be like three more. But uh, uh, it's Disney. Like, yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, they'll come, come on, you in. We've got, we got, yeah, we got $32 million in the bank if you want it. Yeah. Like, it's all yours. They'll renew it. Uh, I still haven't even watched Stranger Things. I've watched a few episodes of that, which is like 11 hours of content. So I have a bunch of content to keep up and, and watch. But I, I'm fully invested in Kenobi and very excited about it. Uh, all right. We can probably talk about Star Wars all day. We're, we're going to jump into some more. Let's take a quick ad break, and then we'll come back. And then we're going to rank some things regarding and related to Star Wars. So we'll be right back. Are you missing out on your favorite show because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Well, let me reintroduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored of US Netflix, why not take a spin on the UK? Use NordVPN and at a click of a button, you can do just that. With 5,000 plus server options, no show is out of your reach. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. Make sure to use Dean's link in the description of the episode to get a great deal on NordVPN and support Dean's channel. All right, I hinted at this just a second ago. 
We're ranking some Star Wars things. Big wide universe, a lot of characters, a a long time ago, galaxy far, far away. Uh, What are your three favorite Star Wars characters? Could be main, could be minor, could be small, could be huge. Who are your favorite characters in Star Wars? Okay. Oh, that's tough. Uh, Well, uh, number one, it's my boy Luke Skywalker. Okay, easy one. Yeah, easy. Like, I love him. He's great. Totally allowed. Totally allowed. Uh, second. Oh, hard. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say, um, uh, I'm going to say, I like Poe Dameron. I'm going to say oh, that. Okay. I literally, I have a cobble cut out of Poe Dameron. He's right here. You can't see it. That's not a joke. I oh, I should have put it in the background so you could see it. Oh, that's but, um, funny. It's okay though. Yeah. So I, watching uh, you right now. Yeah. 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 Actually, now that you've said that. I know, I can, I can feel it in the peripherals. <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah, yeah Poe, po, um, obviously I didn't really like love what they ended up doing with him, but I, but I liked, I enjoyed him. He was like, yeah. you know, he, he, he looked like he enjoyed being in Star Wars. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think so. Um, and uh, he's, still, he's still in one of my favorite shots of all of Star Wars, which is in um, The Force Awakens. It's sort of this, uh, it probably isn't one single take, obviously, but... It's when uh, it's when Finn sees the the X wing, you know, sort of uh, messing up all the Tie Fighters, and he goes, mm. "That's one hell of a pilot." And it's just yeah. that's that scene where you see the you know him doing the sort of spin in the air, takes out two Tie Fighters, and you see Finn run into the frame, shooting a Stormtrooper. It goes past him. I was like, it's just so gorgeous. It's just such a beautiful se- sequence. And I was cool. like, I love Poe Dameron. Yeah, and then good choice, and then free. Which might be a this will be a slight spoiler to uh, uh, maybe another question that's coming up. Uh, Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Do you know Dexter who that is? Jetster. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm so, like, I feel like a fake Star Wars fan right now. What's going on? So yeah, I. So Dexter Jetster. He is. He's in Attack of the Clones. Okay. Do you, do you remember when Obi Wan goes to like this American diner place? And there's like yes, a, yeah, yes. and it's like this oh, four-armed oh, it's alien. Oh, back to me. Yeah, there's like a four-armed alien who like is he's he's come to him to ask him about a, a dart. They like, yeah, and oh, he's yeah, like, the dart that was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is made by uh, cloners, uh, you know, and that's how he ends up with the uh, Geonosians, I think. Oh, I you know what? I did a quick Google. I yeah. know exactly who Dexter <laughs> Jester is now. I love him purely because his name is Dexter Jetster, <laughs> and and he works in an American diner. Like it's the yeah. most un-Star Warsy place. Uh, so yeah, I just love okay. him. I think he's funny. Interesting. Yeah. No sits on your list. No, no Darth Maul. No Kylo. No uh, Dooku. I, ooh, I mean, I mean, I do really like Kylo. I've always enjoyed Kylo. Uh, Palpatine. Man, you know, if Palpatine had come to mind, he put, might have taken over Luke's spot actually. Wow, Palpatine, really? yeah, Palpatine just makes me. It once again, it is purely like if I just enjoy them. It's like Palpatine; he just loves being evil. He does love just, being evil. He loves it so much, and I love it for him. Like he's 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 an incredibly toxic person, and he's not ashamed of it. <laughs> like not ashamed of it at all. Have you uh, <laughs> dabbled in any of the games at all? Have you played like Fallen Order or anything? Uh, I guess I guess the Lego games are just rehashes of the the, the main series, which are a lot of fun. But I'm curious if you ever dabbled in like Fallen Order or like uh, the older stuff. Yeah. So uh, the first Star Wars video game I played was it was a PC Monopoly game. It was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? Like, but that was my first. Yeah. Yeah. C3PO was like, 
he, he sort of <laughs> talks over the game as you're playing and stuff. So weird. But uh, that was my first was, Star Wars uh, game. Do you remember what like the boardwalk or like the the really expensive piece was, or like the the land? Because there's always like two expensive pieces or lands on Monopoly. I'm just curious if you remember what the Star Wars version would that. I mean, I remember you could buy the Death Star. Maybe it's the Death that. Star. That would it might, it might, surely that's got to be the most expensive thing, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then I, the second game, well, at least the one I can remember, uh, Rogue Squadron on the GameCube. Oh, that man, was a, what a flashback. Incredible game. Incredible. Yeah, I used to rent that at Blockbuster. Same. That. That's how we played it. We never bought it. <laughs> we yeah, rented I never bought Blockbuster. It yeah. <laughs> and... Um, uh, and then obviously I've uh, I'm quite uh, at the moment I'm streaming a uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order for the second time. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, I really like Fallen Order. I yeah. I remember them revealing Cal Kestis, and I kind of went of all like there's 20 million species in in the galaxy far, far away, and we're just playing this white dude. <laughs> I was like, I know, okay, I know. I was like, sure, but you know, big fat slice of humble pie or whatever the Star Wars equivalent is. I uh, I, I I do like his character quite a lot now. You know, I I feel like I had that exact same reaction, and I'm also playing it for the first time currently. I'm not that far into it. I'm maybe like 20% the way through, but uh, I'm also finding myself really enjoying it and liking the character a lot, so I can echo that sentiment completely. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially because people keep telling me like, oh, you should play it because who knows if Cal Kestis shows up in the show, so I need, to, I need to play it to feel like I can at least understand it, you know? Oh man, I don't know what I'd do. It'd be weird because you know, I know he's an I know the I know he's ba- I know he's an actor in real life. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know him until I saw Fallen Order. So when mm. I found out he was a real person, I had this like it was kind of like the opposite of the Uncanny Valley. Like, like <laughs> oh oh god, what, what what's that? <laughs> so I'm used to it now, but it, it was yeah. it felt very strange. It is strange because I think the actor is really famous for his role in the Gotham show which is like a spin-off of Batman. I, I could be totally wrong, but I'm, I, I'm fairly confident. No I, think, no, I think you're totally right, actually. That's, that's yeah. really weirded me out. Why have I never clocked that before? <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I think he like, might do a, a Joker iteration that, uh, on that show. But uh, it is eerie to see him in real life and then see the character in, in the video game for sure. Yeah, they, I they fully look- perceived him as not real. <laughs> so I was like, is it animatronic? Um, <laughs> That's amazing because I felt the same way. Uh, before we get to some questions from Twitter, I just very quickly want to know, and I think listeners want to know as well, we've talked Star Wars for the last 25 minutes or so. Any movies you love outside of Star Wars? What are some movies that you just like, you really love that people may be surprised you really love since you know we talk about Star Wars for 20 minutes? Well, I'm going to bring one up because I'm, I'm, I think I told you, I had a bit of a nosy on your uh, sort of letterbox and stuff like that. And obviously so on TikTok. Fine. <laughs> and uh, I watched one where you would. I think the question was movies that you think are great, but people don't. And one came up, and I was like, "My boy!" Like I literally, I was like, "Yes, uh, Tron Legacy." <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a recent tattoo of Tron Legacy on my arm right here. Oh, really? Light disc here, and people watching. Damn. So I am. Well, it looks very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a I, I love it. Tron Legacy fan. Yeah, I love that movie, and I always felt so alone in it because like, oh. I was like, "Why does no one care about this?" You like, found a friend. Yes, um, <laughs> I always remember um, uh, 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 Flynn. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. Um, he he says one of my favorite lines is when he's talking about the I can't what they're called now the 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 
what Olivia Wilde is in the movie. Oh the, yeah, I always forget they're called too. Um, it's got very like sort of yeah, it has like a sci-fi name. word for it. I can't remember right now. But he he descri- when he's describing what they are, he describes it as bio digital jazz. And I loved, I, it's always stuck with me. It's like an iconic line that I don't think anyone else cares about. <laughs> it's, a yeah. good, it's a good callback. Deep cut. I like it. I like it. Yeah. But uh, Tron Legacy, yeah. I don't think that movie gets enough love. And I'm hoping the passage of time, you know, people will click on and maybe yeah. you'll get a little cult I think following. it has a, like, a pretty strong cult following. I think if you oh, really? look it up, it's like uh, Tron Legacy is a cult film. So it has its very passionate fans despite its uh its lack of critical praise so but i'm a, i'm a big fan i'm a big fan yeah the so. critics don't know anything you know <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding sometimes they don't sometimes they yeah. don't uh, anything else anything else that uh, you mm. really love that uh you watch a lot or you rewatch a lot uh well the nightmare before christmas is one of my favorite movies ever oh. i i adore That's that film i know i know it's got the sort of like hot topic emo sort of uh oh, connection man. thing but uh, i get the vibe we're the same age so I-, I remember going through middle school high school when that was all the like the craze and i felt like everybody had the same sweaters and the same like yeah. wristbands and oh man i just i remember that so well i don't know if hot topic still pushing nightmare for christmas as they used to but it was like their staple for a long time <laughs> yeah it's like i i they they still sell stuff now. Like I mean, not in a hot topic. There's a there's another there's a British equivalent, but uh, uh called Blue Banana. But I still oh. walk in for like memory's sake because I don't really like wear that sort of stuff anymore. But I go same, in as a nostalgic thing, and <laughs> I've turned into the weird customer. Do you know what I mean? Like when there's yeah. someone like someone's like grandma goes in and like, what are they doing here? You know, they're here to buy something <laughs> for someone else. That's what I've turned into when I go in those shops. But I still yeah. see Jack Skellington like bags and and things like that and still very popular yeah uh, my my sister my sister is still one of them she 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 adores it uh she bought she literally bought herself a it was a like a backpack with jack skeleton mm. on it you know it's covered in stripes and things like that um yeah so yeah night before christmas i love that film I, I i just remember having this very strong like effect with it because i i, ne- I didn't know what stop motion was mm. so i just remember being just completely like transfixed by white i was like what am i looking at this doesn't i know this is like not real but what is it it just looks like toys so yeah. i just remember becoming obsessed with that and the image of jack skeleton going down the uh the hill you know with the moon behind him i was like get chills i fell in love with that character like so much yeah. and uh and then uh oh yeah i mentioned signs didn't i yeah, yeah we talked so- about signs very briefly but i'm glad you did because it's one of my favorite memories in movie theaters i've it's a one memory I have as well, where I just remember gasping at certain scenes, being so scared and like shaking in my my seat, basically. When uh, when that thing comes out of the bush, you know, <sighs> go, just just ah, uh, God, it still People creeps don't me out now. Me when I say like the whole theater reacted to that that moment when I saw it in theaters, and I was uh, maybe eleven or twelve when it came out, and I remember adults being like afraid of what was happening and i feel like i tell people who are younger than me like this was a scary moment no one no one believes me like it was it was it was <laughs> yeah i uh i on my uh, uh discord server for my twitch stuff uh we did a movie club and i was like i'm gonna show you signs and oh, a lot of amazing. them had never seen it and it's just so funny to see the chat go crazy when that movie when that bit <laughs> happened like everyone was like oh god oh god what <laughs> that's horrible it's like right all it does is it's, just, it's, it's also because like i've watched that movie so much and like you know, it's the fact you can see it in the hedge even before mm-hmm. it walks out. And that's just 
Ugh. It's yes, horrible. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the at the beginning of that scene, it shows, like, the birthday cake has, like, been smushed and stuff. And you, you it's the imagination of going, what happened before they were rolling the camera? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, when did they realize that this thing was at the party? Like, I you know, know, yeah. And like, oh, that, that's, oh. that's definitely the kind of thing that like helps with creating that fear. Because the whole movie, you never really see it, so you have to imagine it in your brain and imagine how people react to it. So it's a it's a really skillful way of playing up that that fear, and it works really well. So it's fantastic. I'm glad glad you love it. Yeah, anyone listening, please please watch it. Like, yeah. keep <laughs> yes. keep the flame alive. <laughs> keep it alive. This uh, podcast is not sponsored by M Night Shyamalan, but it's no. a great movie, and we love it anyways. <laughs> Uh, all right, last uh, segment of this episode. We're going to get a couple questions from Twitter before we end. Uh, a very simple question, and I think we kind of addressed it already, but maybe you have some more to talk about. Uh, this username, Boop, pretty straightforward, uh, <laughs> asked, uh, what was the hardest thing about becoming a content creator? Or what is the hardest part about being a content creator? All of it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I think one thing I struggled with was... Uh, and there wasn't this, I don't think this expression exists at the time, but you know, like parasocial relationships? Yes, you know, yes. Yeah, yes. so, um, uh, you know, where, where a fan feels like they do know you and, uh, which, you know, I, I, it's inherently kind of sweet and, you know, it's, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think the, 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 ge- the genesis of it is bad, but, you know, yes, but it, it yes. can become unhealthy. And I, uh, so I remember, I really, like, you know, with vlogs and stuff, you know, people vlogging their lives and all that. I, the moment I started seeing people talk about me, you know, sort of indirectly, that sort of creeped me out. Uh, not, well, not creeped, made me worried because I was like going, these people are, try- are trying to perceive me, but they don't have the full picture. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry, yes, just hit the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of went, I need to be careful with this because I don't want people to, I want them to just look, appreciate the work and what I do there. Like, my life is my life. And I don't like the idea of potentially hundreds of people um, having the wrong end of things because I, I would have friends who would vlog with, you know, one of their friends all the time. And if they, you know, someone fell out or something, they would immediately notice. And so, you know, the comment section would be filled like, why don't you talk to this person anymore? It's yeah. like, you know, if you go for a breakup or something, it's like, you know, when you hang out with someone and they go, Hey, how are you and uh thingy? And you go, Oh, we broke up. And they go, Oh yeah. man, I'm so sorry. Like, it's like that. It's like mini versions of that. And so when my friends would, record i would i would go nope i'm not in the frame i am here but i am not i'm not in there and so i found that quite uh i found that quite stressful because i didn't want i didn't want people to perceive me if that makes sense no it makes complete sense i think you said that really eloquently because as somebody who creates content as well I think it's easy for people. And, and I think you said it really well. It usually starts off in a place of kindness and and almost like a, a flattery. Like they just, they feel very connected with the person that you are and they feel so comfortable with you that they've developed this relationship, but it can, you know, spiral out of control and and invade into a little bit of privacy. But um, I think it was it was really well said. It makes complete sense. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've, I've had a long time to think about it. <laughs> so... Um. <laughs> Uh, The next question I got from Twitter, uh, switching gears back to Star Wars, who do you prefer, Mando or Boba from Joey? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mando. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Boba Fett. Like, I feel really sorry for him. If this was pre-Mando, obviously this question wouldn't exist, but I love (laughs) Boba Fett a lot. 
Yeah. And then Mandalorian came out and I was like, well, there's a new bounty hunter. It's, it's, like, it's, that, it's that scene in, um, it's either Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 2 where um, Andy, it, it, I think Woody's having a dream. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> like, that's how it felt. Yes. Like, I, you knew, I knew things were bad, looking bad for Boba when, uh, uh, slight spoilers for Book of Boba Fett, when they uh, interrupted Book of Boba Fett to do two episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, and the one, two episodes I watched, yeah. Yeah, they were great. They were uh, the amount <laughs> they were of times... really good. That, yeah, like people who like Mandalorian but don't care about Book of Boba Fett, I'd be like, guys, uh, episodes five and six or whatever it was, just just watch those. It's basically Mandalorian free. Like, that's it. And they went, yep. oh, cool. And yeah, I knew things were looking bad for Boba when they did that and everyone was... <sighs> loving it like you know the tweets and everything everyone was like that was amazing and I was like oh <laughs> Boba I'm so sad I'm so uh, sad still time still time I think they've renewed Book of Boba Fett so there's a you oh, know, really? still time for improvement and still time to really develop Boba's character so I also choose Mando but it's not uh, any shade to Boba I've always loved Boba still yeah so. no, no shade to Boba uh, last question which underrated side character from Star Wars deserves their own spin-off series is this what you were <laughs> referencing earlier? <laughs> That's the Jetster. I, uh, <laughs> I think I want to see a Star Wars spinoff in, in, based in an American diner. Wow. Uh, and there's literally, uh, so Dex the Jetster's Wikipedia page is way more, way more in depth than you would think. <laughs> he, um, he participates in all sorts of shady business. He oh, has man. the Star Wars equivalent of, of doing illegal cockfighting as a side thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, he, he is a spy, <laughs> formerly. Like, things like, there is so oh, much okay. to him. And I'd like the idea of, you know, he has this American diner, but his past keeps creeping back up to him, you know, that sort of thing. And I just think it's some, you know, one of those things, I just, I don't know, there's something about that. I just go, that would be great. Also, That's call fun. the show Dexter Jetster. There like, we go. There come you on. Go. That's a great title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Disney, if you're listening, uh, hit up Dean. He has a great uh, script ready for the Dexter Come on, Jester Kathleen. Show. Come on, <laughs> Kathleen. You know it makes sense. Come on. <laughs> uh, not me thinking you're going to choose like Qui-Gon or like a Count Dooku <laughs> or something like some like big character with a cool backstory. But Dexter Jetster is the answer and that is the answer that you should choose. I'm happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, Dean, we have uh, reached time on our episode today, and I have to call time because it will probably end up talking for another hour if we don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I, I greatly appreciate it. I had a great time talking about Star Wars and movies with you. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, it too. Thank you. Right, that's good to hear. It's good to <laughs> yeah. hear. We'll make sure to link all of your information in the description of the episode, including that NordVPN link. And of course, make sure to follow the NordVPN on Apple, Spotify, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Dean, it was a great time. And everybody else for listening, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.